1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on another big weekend in Scottish football. Celtic lose to bottom side Ross County and now trail Rangers by 18 points. A Joe Aribo-inspired 4-1 win against Dundee United kept up Rangers title charge and that win for the Staggies combined with defeats for Motherwell, Kilmarnock and Hamilton mean it was a big couple of days at the bottom. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Mark Wilson and from home it's Hugh Evans.
2: Any pretense has gone. Celtic are in crisis. Neil Lennon can't possibly think he'll be the manager of the club next season after the shambles of this season. An overhaul of the dressing room on an industrial scale is now necessary, but who carries out the work remains a mystery. As big a mystery as how Celtic sell season tickets to a disillusioned support. Peter Lowell's going. His successor Dominic Mackay is working his notice elsewhere. The fans don't listen to the chairman, Ian Bankier, and Dermot Desmond And stays silent This is what chaos looks like Yeah
3: Hugh is spot on I don't think many people saw Last night's result coming In Dingwall Um, Another poor performance Another poor result from Celtic Last night's performance summed up their season Over at Ibrox Everything's rosy Rangers show that they can go European football 90 odd minutes in Belgium And still come back and score Four goals at home
1: That's part of the problem Hugh It is combined with facing a Rangers team that keeps on winning and keeps up its side of the bargain most weekends
2: Mark Wilson knows better than I that one is always judged on what the other is doing if Rangers are going really well and 15 home wins 44 goals for only two conceded tells you they are going very well, thank you then Celtic and that performance last night, that means that Celtic pale into insignificance behind their biggest rivals 0141
1: After a night like last night I've got a sneaky suspicion some of you Will want to vent, want to get some stuff off your chest So step up to the plate right now Don't hang about, don't let anyone else speak for you Let's hear from you right now 0141 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB We're going to get straight to the calls as soon as we can So quickly Hugh Keevans, your result of the weekend Please
2: There's only one showstopper it happened last night in Dingwall Ross County 1 Celtic nil. Ridiculous from Celtic's perspective Mark
3: Wilson I'm going to go for St Johnson at Motherwell. Thought it was a big game hey, for, for them that. Yeah sorry Gordon Big game for them with a cup final round the corner But looking good Going into that one next week 3 nil away from home Plenty to choose
1: from this weekend Hugh Who did you go for goal of the weekend?
2: Well I'm going to spread the joy I'm going for Cammy McPherson of St Mirren With that equalising goal against Livy Terrific finish and kept St Mirren in the top six Mark Wilson Yeah
3: I hear that By Raja Joe Arribo Thought it was a fantastic strike from him And a fantastic performance mm-hmm.
1: uh, Right Hugh This is where um, Bit of debate perhaps There's a lot to choose from Every week in this Your howler of the weekend Who's getting it?
2: I awarded it to The entire Celtic team At Dingwall last night To lose in the Betfred Cup At home to Ross County And then to have Such a shocking result Against a team Who started the night Bottom of the table The entire Celtic team Howlers
3: I'll go for Benjamin Segrist And goals for Dundee United No idea what he was thinking When he booted the ball off Morelos trying to find his full back Cost the the fourth goal Howler Good
1: penalty save right enough But
3: this is is a tough skill This is a tough skill right Okay 01419511025
1: Celtic fans let's obviously start with last night What did you make of it? Where did it go wrong last night? And where on earth does that fit in? to the bigger picture because we've had your your anger your frustration for months and, and weeks and for a long time now how are you feeling about things now, we'll try and sum it all up for us 01419511025 Here's what Neil Lennon thinks He says the manner of the defeat Encapsulates their season He thinks they should easily Have won the game But was left frustrated By more set-piece defending
4: Yeah, it's a strange one You know, it's a game We should have won out of set I think it encapsulates The season really You know, we've dominated the game And dominated the chances And they're not like Half chances, they're guilt aged and then we have conceded another set player, which you know yeah. has been a a real weakness of us this season. It's really, really poor. And the, the build-up even to how Ross County got the the free kick was poor from us as well. So our decision-making has not been good in that moment. But you know, you, overall, we, we came here and won five-nil. You know, we didn't play at half as well as we have done tonight. You know, and um, that's football sometimes. So I think that that game encapsulates our season really. You know, I can't do it for them It wasn't a problem for us last season But it's been a real problem this season With more or less the same personnel So you don't want to go and head the ball You want to block runners You know, I don't see us getting any free headers in the opposition box But I've seen it plenty of times for us this season And it's just it's not been good enough Stevie, in Strathblane, take it away Sum
1: up how you are feeling as a Celtic fan tonight Well, I
5: think you can guess First of all, good evening lads Hat tip to Hugh Who tipped in November The league was over Well done Hugh Pick six numbers Because your luck's in Great tip Even I'm looking
1: Clock's right twice a day And all that Stevie
5: Oh I, I know I know Well you know It's got to be right sometimes I mean it may, might, might make up A loobo thing Anyway <laughs> um, So last night Right The worrying thing for me Last night Is Once again We are trying Ryan Christie as a striker Not for the first time it's never worked before, and it's there's no going anywhere. The boy's not a striker. David Turnbull is a player that Ryan Christie thinks he is. Ryan Christie has regressed. He's now just running about and shooting for you anywhere. We've got three strikers on the bench last night against the bottom team in the league. We could have played two up front, a couple of white guys, got it gone. I don't know if it's arrogance on Neil Lennon's part. Like, I know best, don't tell me about today or whatever, but every Celtic fan I've spoke to, when they see Ryan Christie playing as a striker, they go, What's going on here? Uh, it's, obviously you can't tell But my guess is Anyone of the three strikers had buried that chance last night we, We'll never know But they're natural finishers But, you know, he scored a few goals Two few good goals, you know Crackers, Cup Final For Scotland and all that And I think, you know He just thinks he can shoot for anywhere and, and I mean, the ball even went out the stadium We well, even just out the park out the stadium You know, high, wide, handsome I don't know what Lennon's thinking about. And to bring Brown, I don't know what Sorrow done, Rang, for Brown to come back either. And I just think we're back to Lennon playing his favourites and steady the guys in forum. And the really worrying thing for Celtic fans <clears throat> is this he's talking about building for next season. Maybe they want him there next season. That's a surreal, scary. Rangers will be dancing in the street if he's there next season. Because he's not the guy to take us forward. That much is evident. That much is clear And all this nonsense about COVID And the government And throwing the players under the bus He needs to have a right good look at his cell in the matter of his tactics His choices And regarding the defending We've got a defensive coach What's he then?
1: Alright let's start picking our way through it um, Hugh if we start with last night then Before we go bigger picture um, I feel like Neil Lennon's perhaps at the stage Where regardless of what he says The Celtic fans who've decided he's no longer for the job uh, they're not really having it I suppose there is a bit of truth In it. they should have won the game Ryan Christie's sitter is inexplicable As Stevie says It went out the stadium In fact I think he had a couple Um and Edward had won um, Good save towards the end The header But d- does that not sum up Celtic at the moment That, that fragility that even They, they managed to f- Well champions usually find ways to win games Celtic seem to be finding ways to lose them at the moment
2: I don't dispute what Stevie says about uh, Ryan Christie It doesn't suit that uh, out-and-out striker's role. However, I, I would disagree with Stevie when he says that Ayeti and Klamala are natural strikers. They've shown no evidence of being natural strikers for me. They're a waste of money, the pair of them. Uh, Griffiths can't be trusted by Neil Lennon because his fitness is always an issue. Uh, when Neil Lennon said in the clip that you played, Gordon, that the the loss of goals from set pieces was a mystery to him, you know If it started in August, losing goals from set pieces, and it's still going on in late February, almost March, that's his fault, and that's John Kennedy's fault. Uh, So the fans aren't listening to Neil Lennon and what he says anymore, and that's why, as Stevie knows, his time at Celtic, legend that he is at Celtic, and always will be, but his time as Celtic manager is up.
3: Yeah, I mean the, the point about Christie is You know, he, he plays on last week against St. Johnson And it didn't work for large periods of that Second half, he he fires, uh, you know, into into life And he creates the two goals And it's outstanding, and it works And you get away with that then Because people look at that and go Well, it took a bit of time The problem is, when it doesn't work like last night And Christie misses a chance And it looks as though you're playing with one striker And one attacking midfielder Away at Ross County And you score... No goals You leave yourself open To criticism From fans coming on And saying We have got three strikers On the bench We have got to be better Than Going away to Ross County And playing with one Out and out striker This is not
1: all about Ryan Christie is it It's about the fact That he's in there But so is Rogic And yeah. so is Turnbull And so is McGregor And, and so is Brown that's, that's what
3: I thought They're all very similar now, I thought The same at St Johnson Last week Where Christie kept coming short And you had Turnbull And you had Rogic Coming in off the right and it was all a bit congested in the one area. All creative players who like to play that number 10 role. And you've got three strikers sitting on the bench. And you're bringing Griffiths on for the last 20 minutes. Sometimes you're not bringing Griffiths on at all. You're then bringing a Yeti on for... And it, it, there's just no consistency with whoever's partnering mm-hmm. Edward up front.
1: Uh, Stevie, on, on, that was last night. And then you finished your point by talking about you know next season, the bigger picture... How would you sum up the emotions now as a Celtic fan? Are you, is the anger still there? Has that made way to almost just you know? Are you scunnered by it all? How would you sum up how you're you're feeling about things at the moment?
5: uh, Listen, things can happen with county cup games and all that. I understand all that, right? You know, I can understand cup games of one half and blah blah blah. My point's not really about Ryan Christie. So you know, my Mm. point is about what I would call consequential learning. That you try something, it doesn't work. You try it a few times, it doesn't work. So you then go, that doesn't work. So you don't try it again and you try something new. But I think Lennon's now at the stage where he's so arrogant that he thinks, I'll do it my way and I don't care. And it's costing points and fans are disgusted. And when they hear him talking about next season, their heads in their hands. I was in a bar in Bishop Briggs, quite a well-known bar in Bishop Briggs, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, in the cup final in the... Uh, against Hearts, when Celtic won. Know that one there? The one when Neil Lennon got the job in the shower, allegedly. Mm -hmm. And the atmosphere went from celebration to desolation when we heard that he had the job. And one of my mates turned to me and said, if that's true, if he's got the job, we're not getting a 10. And this guy is in his 60s. He's been following Celtic everywhere. I've not missed a game for like 40 years. And he said, We'll know we're, no one in it. we're no getting the 10 if he's in charge. And a guy spot on. Look, look you calling the league in November. The guy's spot on. It's a consequential learning that's worrying me. He's trying things that don't work and he keeps trying them. Is that not the definition of madness? Trying to get a different result and you keep doing the same thing?
1: Consequential learning. I like that. We're taking the show up a notch on a Monday night. Thank you very much, Stevie, kicking us off tonight. Let's move straight on to Thomas, who's also a Celtic fan from Kilsait. How would you sum up your feelings tonight, Thomas?
6: Hi Gordon, hi panel. Uh, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous, Gordon. I would have had the last call. He's he's doing things that, that don't work. They clearly they clearly don't work, and he's still trying it. He's he's tra- he's tra- he's, tra- he's, tra- he's tra- changing the defence. He's and tra- changing the goalkeeper. Clearly, it's not working, and he still tries to to to, to make it work. I really don't know. I, honestly. I really don't know what's happened with Celtic just now. Um, I, I, I really feel we need to, as She Hugh said, she, she was spot on. The, the league was done in November. So, you know what I mean? I, I just feel that we just need to, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> the guy needs to go. I, 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 I've, I've come on here and said, said that countless mm-hmm. things, but after last night's performance, it was absolutely shocking.
1: Had you so? I'm trying to kind of get an idea of of where you're at, Thomas. You talk about It should have gone already. Um, most people, I think, had written this season off. But, but do you think it, it's still getting worse? Is last night the low point, or was the has the low point been already?
6: I think the last. I think last night was just one of many, Gordon. Um, I, I really do. Um, I, I just obviously He's has away long ago. He's been away at Fernand Fáros after the Fernand Fáros game. To be honest. But, again, on the other hand, um, I never a hand. I just feel the silence itself, the part is deafening. Dermot Desmond hasn't come out and said not a word to MD
1: about what's happening. You and and this, t- but... t- you go, Hugh, sorry. I, was, I know you're yeah, at home, it's um, not as easy to see you when you're trying to...
2: No, he's quite right. Uh, Thomas is quite right. The silence from Dermot Desmond is disturbing. At the end of the day, Celtic is a business, and the business is in trouble here because you can't sell the manager to the ticket-buying public. The the current manager cannot be sold to the season ticket-buying public for next season. It's a commercial and PR disaster if you try and do that. The reason why I go on about uh, November, in November, Ferenc Varos was one thing but Neil Lennon created a diversion after that game by ripping the dressing room apart in a public press conference and saying there were players there who didn't want to be there. In November, Celtic lost 4-1 at home to Sparta Prague in the Europa League. I said then, and I have written since then, that when the fourth goal went in for Sparta Prague at Celtic Park, one of two things should have happened. Neil Lennon should have resigned that night, or Neil Lennon should have been removed that night.
1: Um, Thomas, yet again, the set pieces. Celtic just so soft in that area. Um, how much of that comes back on Neil Lennon? How much of it comes back on on the players who who are involved?
6: Well, I think it's. I think it's a call. I've said
1: we we've got a defensive coach. I, I, I'd I see. I, fair. Let, let's kind of knock that one in the head. you hear this all the time? John Kennedy happened to be a centre half in his day. He's he is not Celtic's defensive coach. That's something that just seems to have grown arms and legs over the years. That's not to say he can't take some of the blame with Neil Lennon and everyone else. But he's not Celtic's defensive coach. Right. Uh, okay. But but I, I just I just what
6: are they doing at Lennox team, then, Gordon. should be. They should be. Really, really focused on defending because that goal that we can see that last night was absolutely comedy. That lags I don't know what Laxar was playing it. Like it was. He it marked them all, all when the ball came in. Then he ran away for the player and ball watched. They got the guy. hit the, the guy who did in that. In the and net, I just, I just feel that he's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what do you think. I just, I just feel he needs to.
1: You sound scunnered you Thomas. You're almost speechless by it all.
6: Um, I'm definitely gonna God. And I just feel that somebody should come out and say, like, partner As I said, the silence is absolutely deafening. Dermot doesn't even come out and say what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I just, we're we're not going to get go done at all. It's simple as that.
1: Mark Wilson, we because of the way this has been going, we do flip between. You know, isolated incidents last night and, and then bigger picture. But Neil Lennon feels that it summed up Celtic season. Talk to us about that goal that they conceded and what happened, what should have happened, how
3: symptomatic is it of what Celtic have been doing? It's happened all season. Um any balls that's coming into the box is I think Neil Lennon's mentioned that first contact on the ball never seems to be there from a Celtic shirt. In terms of last night's goal, Lacks out you have to you have to question If it means enough to him To keep a clean sheet Because You know White just Easily runs off him the Lacks out there to block The run Mm. Of the striker So that's
1: his role He's not there to out jump Jordan White Because there's about Six inches between them
3: He's there to make it difficult For the big striker To allow That set up That defensive set up Of of your bigger guys To go And freely head of the ball Now White Doesn't do anything He runs round the back And Lacks out You can clearly see It doesn't mean enough to him Because he just drops him and he's got a free header. That's what bothered Neil Lennon because he is watching that. He has put these guys into those positions with trust that they would carry out the job to the T mm-hmm. and they haven't done it this season.
1: Neil Lennon saying after the game, you know, we've been talking about it all season, almost what more can we do? You know, players need to want to go and head the ball. Mm-hmm. They they're aware there's a problem. Same question to you then. How much of that is individual responsibility? And then how much of it is though the fact that it's been Such a recurring theme How much does that Come back in the coaching staff Because I mean This is off the top of my head El Hamed Frimpong Duffy Beaton Laxal Taylor Welsh yeah. Ayer Duff, uh, You know The the list goes on It doesn't seem to matter Who it is that The same problem Same thing So are they all Are they all individually Making these errors Or, or, or is there something Structurally
3: Wrong there uh, If it was me And it happened Throughout this season I would have tried to change The, the set piece Layout Uh, On my side Now maybe Neil has done that And tinkered it in bits and pieces But I don't see any dramatic changes And I think when you lose as many goals As as you have done in set pieces It encourages the opposition To just load balls into your box Creating a higher percentage of chances I would have tried to change something But there's no doubt about it The players have to take responsibility For the on the pitch um, You know willingness To go and match somebody They have to take that responsibility But if it keeps happening You've got to change Mm. something
1: Right Thomas, thank you very much 0141 951 1025 Plenty more of your calls coming up next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans are here 01419511025 To get involved Lots of big talking points from the weekend To look back on uh, There does seem to be one that is sticking out Above all else on the phones I must admit And that is Celtic's defeat last night Not only are we on the phones though You can tweet as well What have we got here uh, Mr. RFK says Neil Lennon's legacies in tatters He should have been binned After the Champions League exit Then the Europa League Embarrassment Then the League Cup exit Celtic fans will vote With their feet The board better get The flags out For a half empty Celtic Park next season Shambles And he's put shambles In capital letters That's when you know <laughs> Serious Yeah very very serious business um, What else have we got Christopher We all know as a football fan The buck stops with the manager He picks the team Game plan Instructions Lennon has to go now The longer he and the club Leaves it the more tarnished His previous successes get There are always two sides Sometimes you need to look a bit harder But if you're still Wanting to surprise us And and tell us you're backing Neil Lennon Or you're confident things will change next season We'll take those calls as well Get in touch Let us know what's on your mind Scott Is next up Scott is a Celtic fan From Barmuluk Same to you Scott Just take it away Sum up how you're feeling tonight I'm not backing him I want to
7: see the back of him That's the problem this guy came on last night After after watching Another disgraceful performance And says he thought we were great Really? And then had the cheek, the temerity To have a wee sort of laugh at the start of the interview That is Not only is it make the Celtic fans Really hungry But really, what, what, is, what are you watching? This guy came out and says all oh, the, the, the defenders are not there And they'll no go and header the ball They'll not put their, <coughs> their head in where it hurts this is the same guy lost three times to Ross County He also lost to Livingston Twice He's also lost to St Mirren In a League Cup semi-final Harps League Cup semi-final Comarnock Final All the games All against lesser teams All against teams at Celtic Should have And uh, really should have won And didn't And last night again we watched An Annette performance Now you guys have already talked about Having three strikers on the bench Big he's probably not going to be there next season but the looks of it Ryan Christie's probably not going to be there Tom Roddick's not going to be there Yet all three of them started last night What did that say to the guys that have come in Last season like Kamala Like Ajete, That they can't get in the team And those three guys that probably won't beat the club next season Are playing in front of them And the managers you know, They're absolutely clueless Gavin Stratton last night Was starting showing show Lee Griffiths this iPad thing I'm convinced it was Netflix or something they were watching Because there was no tactics they were teaching um, and we grabbed. didn't even look at it. Didn't even look at it. We've got a squad full of international players being coached by a guy that was coaching in the second, the third league in England. How do you get respect? How does that? How, how do these players even have any respect for that guy? I I just don't get it. I, I don't get why we go on
1: eventually, I don't know, don't eventually like... Hugh Gavin Strachan's iPad or laptop or whatever yeah. it is will get put in the, the museum at Hamden because I, I yeah. never thought we'd talk about an object like that so much
2: no that that's when you know the fans have got the scatter gun out and uh, they're going for every target they can see now the reason why Ayeti and Kamala don't go on is because they're hopeless And Celtic have wasted their money on them in the same way that the goalkeeper cost £5 million. He wasn't even on the bench last night. Conor Hazard was on the bench. And Neil Lennon, you're talking about why are they there when they won't be there next season. Neil Lennon won't be there next season, but he's still picking the team. Celtic just have to totter on until the end of the season. And, you know, I think Neil should think carefully. I know from personal experience, and Mark Wilson will know this too, Neil Lennon's a very clever guy. But right now, he's saying some very indiscreet things. He said after the game, we didn't play badly and I didn't think we deserved to lose. You can't tell the Celtic supporters that after a 1-0 defeat from Ross County. The second defeat of the season to Ross County. And one final point on Neil Lennon about legacy. What Neil Lennon did as a Celtic player, and the trophies he's won as a Celtic manager are there intact. Celtic sacked Billy McNeil twice. Is somebody going to tell me that Billy McNeil's legacy was tarnished in any way? I think not. Scott, you want to come back in? Aye, I'm sure
1: you're giving it you're, yeah, to Yeti quite tight there
7: by saying he's hopeless. The guy's no hopeless. He scored plenty of goals in Switzerland. See, in see order for a player to get used, and the team to get used to the player, and the player to get used to the team, they need to start with more than two games in the bounce. I remember when Mark McGee was at Celtic and Mark couldn't seem to get games a run of games in his last season with us he managed to get a game because Frank McIverney left and Andy Walker had quite a bad injury record now I, I liken a yackety Frank Frank played to Mark McGee because he's the same sort of type of player he needs to play he's quite heavy looking quite, quite sort of robust looking he needs to play games week in week out We're 10 minutes off the bench here and there or 5 minutes here or 60 minutes and then taking off We you don't get a guy I don't know a dozen games he's no chance Sorry, rubbish the guy The guy certainly had ability He wouldn't ended up at West Ham But he certainly when he scored the goals He didn't, so that's
1: all. What's next then, Scott, right? Because I'm assuming You sound pretty angry tonight um, But I've, I'm assuming you've been like that for A couple of months Is Neil Lennon going to be there Till the end of the season And you and your fellow Celtic fans Are just going to have to take nights Like last night on the chin Is, is that what's happening Or is anything going to change Between now and then? See if they want People
7: back in the ground next season Hopefully we can all get back in the ground this, uh, next season Because if they want the season ticket holders to renew they need to do something, They need to do it quickly I, I was on a couple of weeks ago and I tried to me I, I, was, I came on about one point and you just cut me off about About the point I was going to make I would have loved to seen Martinez and Bologna That was, that was my dream, dream team as you want to call it That's who I would have took I would have took them in a heartbeat Or I would have took Eddie Howe That was the, two, the, the sort of two mm. people, three people That for that it. No. We've paid like Neil Lennon 30 grand a year just now He's not getting put, He's no getting money There's no like back In the days of the biscuit tin, 30 grand a week To come out and have a wee laugh At, at mm. the interview When there's Thousands of Celtic fans Absolutely mm. up- 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 Apoletically rage.
1: I must admit I don't know what Neil Lennon's wage is um, you, you may well be Well informed on that Scott What's th- This idea about The, the interview Because I've seen Paul has tweeted me Something similar um, Is that is that the way you see it? You feel like Neil Lennon Wasn't what was he not taking it seriously enough What do you mean by that It was it was like a nervous I don't know what you call it A nervous laugh right? call it that I don't know But the way, the way he came on to it, it was like, The first
7: thing he did was Have a laugh I just couldn't believe it I mean,
3: that, that struck me He's wee laugh His wee snigger struck me As a guy who Who actually can't believe What he's watching and And probably Thinks his luck is down that much That he can't believe that Celtic had these chances Didn't convert them Ross County go up and, and score the one they've got That That struck me as that That where was But I can understand Celtic fans looking at that After the performance And result And thinking The manager can't be You know Can't be doing that Right after the game He
1: says they reverted to Tippy tappy football last night And it was driving them nuts
4: We played well I have to say We played well We didn't deserve to lose the game So I can't whip them for that But I can Criticise them for Really poor defensive player in one moment of the game that's cost us the result. We have no excuses for that Tonight, You know, it's not COVID or it's not a shutdown or it's not we've lost players. There's a couple of injuries, you know, here and there, but in the main, we should have been more than comfortable tonight dealing with, especially the room we've been on. You know, the confidence was good, but we we, re, we revert back to, you know, playing tippy-toppy football times. It drives me nuts.
1: Now at the stage, you are wear... To be fair to Neil Lennon People that are hanging on his every word And, and picking it all apart You know, you, you seem to take issue with the fact That he said Celtic deserved to win the game last night it, it, Is that not true in itself In the sense that Ryan Christie misses sitters Rodson Edward does as well Good save at the end If it was just a normal game With no big cloud hanging over Celtic You would probably all Everyone would agree Celtic deserved to win that But are, are we not at the stage Where that stuff doesn't really matter anymore Is that what it is Is that the fans don't don't really care If they deserve to win it last night
2: The fans have turned off listening to him. Uh, You know, he said, on one hand, we have no excuses, and then the other hand says we didn't deserve to lose. Every time he opens his mouth now in a press conference, there's something you can pick on. And it's been a a theme of the season ever since the meltdown after Ferenc Varos. We had the meltdown over Dubai. We had the meltdown over whether Nicola Sturgeon treats Celtic players differently from Aberdeen and Rangers players. And on and on and on it goes. Uh, You know, he's a time-served manager. Been here 20 years in this city. Knows the Celtic supporters inside out. Don't be telling them these things and giving the fans who've been on so far, Scott, who's on the line at the moment, don't be giving them another chance to say, I'm not following this guy
1: Alright thank you From one Scott to another Let's move from Burmurk to Easterhouse And see what This Scott's got For us tonight Hi Scott Hi how are you guys Alright Oh good how are you More importantly
8: uh, Not not too good I was on um, Maybe a few weeks back And I was saying That I hadn't felt You know Disappointed as this Since when Rangers went and won That league at Parkhead And it feels like They're going to do it again And it's just It's like history Repeating itself You know They're these Rangers fans are bumping their gums about Dave King's big pack of cards. It's, it's like the Red Row flats? They've, they've crumbled. We've, we've just—it's not even the same team. F- for me, a problem. New Lennon, yes, but Scott Brown for me is—he march- still marches around that park and shrugs his shoulder as if he's ready to he, have a wrestling match. I just, I just lost for words as to what I'm actually watching here. I, Mark, I don't think
1: anyone, anyone's off, off the hook. If you like yeah. I, I don't know. It depends if you're talking about last night I don't suppose Scott Brown had a good game I don't suppose he was awful But the the picture's so big now That you have to take it You know, take it across the the board of the season And yes, Scott Brown's inclusion at times Has got fans debating
3: Yeah, well everyone's played their part in this season And how poor it's been From the manager to the coaches To ultimately the players on the pitch And Scott Brown has obviously been heavily criticised For a portion of the season he played And I think a lot of the fans preferred when Scott was left out and Sorrow came in and did a pretty decent job I've got to say when Scott came in uh, at Kilmarnock away and scored the, scored the goal I thought he was somewhat back to his best or looking like he was he was back to a level that he could hold down a first team place again um, but the problem is when you get a poor result it's quite often him that will get it first and foremost if Shane Duffy isn't on the pitch and that's that's where the Celtic fans are at, at the minute, you know they've had two legends, Neil Lennon and Scott Brown, who have served the club unbelievably over this period as uh, uh, success. But things are going that wrong just now that you know they are taking no prisoners in in who they're who they're having a go at, and they think these two guys are rightly or wrongly are at the forefront of everything that's went wrong for Celtic this year and. The question is, will they be there next year? Because somebody touched on it earlier About the rebuild next year You look at that team that, that lined up last night And the team that lined up last week There's potentially 11 players Or 12 players Who may not be at that club next year That's a huge turnaround As well as a new manager And Hughes mentioned it The lack of, of any statement from Dermot Desmond I think is worrying the Celtic fans They are beyond concerned over it and the rebuild that has to come in the next few months Scott, what do you think of this rebuild then? What's round the corner? What happens next?
8: For me, I'm, I'm with that as well You know, we sh- we're, we're screaming from the heavens Get it changed in December You know, get get him out With no disrespect to the man um, But we're now going to start this again In the summer And where are we going to be this time next? Rangers are going to be winning the league again And then it's that manager's not the right man for the job Get a new man in At least if they got someone in in January Went to the summer. They'd have seen what it was going to be like. And I just think, you know, for example, the boy Turnbull, nine times out of ten, he's pulled off that park. 60 minutes, 60 And he's the best player on that team. And Neil Lennon still takes him off, but leaves Christie on. For me, it's a pals act. It's turned into, it looks like a pub team. Who's your best pal and who's getting in the team? That's how I see it. And I just think he's, the balls went about this all wrong. I just personally feel, you know, it doesn't look like we're going to get Eddie Howe. You know, I've seen rumors he's maybe going somewhere in England. So where are we going to look next? Mm. It's, they've missed the boat with that. They've missed
1: they've missed that one, I think. I mean, Hugh Scott talks about the fear of Rangers winning the league next season, and and yeah, to some people maybe we are getting ahead of ourselves. Clearly, ten was the priority, and the failure to get that is going to need to be digested first. Can you allow yourself though to to look a little bit further and think that Celtic really need to be careful that if they let the standard slip even further? being able to turn it all around and fix it in the summer might be too much.
2: Uh, yeah, it's a, a real serious concern, especially, Gordon, when you don't know who is to perform the turnaround, because Dominic Mackay, we know, is coming in. We know that the the a, a headhunting firm have been brought in to look for a director of football figure. Uh, but we keep coming back to it, Dermot Desmond is the principal shareholder. By any other name, he is the owner of the club. And you know he doesn't have a high regard for the media. He has a very, very low regard for the media. However, it's the customers he's speaking to here, because it's a business and he has to sell tens of thousands of season tickets. And the Celtic supporters are completely and utterly in the dark beyond knowing about Dominic Mackay. And Mark has highlighted the number of players who might not be there next season and he's correct but at the moment the Celtic supporters don't have a single clue over who will be directing operations over who leaves and who comes in. Not a clue. I mean to be fair there will always be a lot of fans who will back the club no matter what and will
1: renew season tickets because they always have and they always will and that's the way they feel about things but I take the point there may be those who don't feel that way. Thank you to Scott In Easter House. We are going to get some travel with Stephen and we're going to speak to John next. Safe to say, John's not too happy. We'll speak to him after these. 0141
0: 951 1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Mark Wilson is in the studio. Hugh Keevens is at home. Uh, Hugh, I must admit, I can't believe you're the only person who's gone viral. After getting your vaccination I was thoroughly um, enjoying uh, Your work on Twitter last night You made a wee joke yes. about Celtic And rhyming with Jordan White And so on, fine uh, We don't let it go there It's a family show And then Belfast Boy On Twitter replied Asking Hugh Did you see this Mark? No Belfast Boy replied to Hugh saying Why are you so specky? <laughs> to which Hugh just replied Bad eyesight <laughs> <laughs> that was it <a>, And was <laughs> yeah. Last time I checked Hugh's reply alone Had over 2,000 likes So wow, yeah. he gets his vaccination And then he goes viral
2: Yeah very good But you I don't, don't Slang the rhyming slang at 7,000 likes Mark you ever had 7,000 likes on Twitter? No, no, no
3: 7,000 it... pieces of abuse For my jacket That Gordon posted the
1: other day Paddy, But that's about it Paddy just tweeted as well To say I'm sick fed up Of listening to Celtics woes It's so depressing Can we not take calls On Mark Wilson's Ellie Hansen jacket? <laughs> uh, that no, cheered thanks. me up greatly You are a Influencer Hugh Keevans You've been called a lot worse But we'll, we'll stick with influencer yes. For now uh, John Is a Celtic fan on the line Um John How are you How are you feeling tonight You've had a bit of time To calm down perhaps Since the game last night But how are you feeling
7: I wasn't mad about last night I was just
1: expecting that <laughs> To be honest I was expecting that I could see it happening Because I've seen it all season I've seen it all season In some ways then Is that I mean is that the most Frustrating thing Because you should not Be able to see a defeat Against the bottom team In the league coming If you're a Celtic fan Should you No
7: But it's what We're used to share, I'm afraid And Neil Lennon is no for going anywhere, right? Because he's told us and he's no going, right? Which is fine. He's got a contract, you know what she said, his contracts out. So then it's down to above Neil Lennon. And that's where the weakness is. It is shockingly weak from Peter Lowell. Peter Lowell has done great for Celtic. He's got his good managers. I like Johnny Dewey, yeah. Um, I thought, I thought Johnny Dewey was all right. He just was getting to grips with it. And then we've got BR Brendan Rodgers Absolutely superb Brendan Rodgers decided to go to England He put Neil Lennon there And it's now failed It's failed dramatically And he has not acted And that is frightening That man That man is playing that Russian roulette With the season ticket sales
1: but, I mean Ian Bank here though Last week John issued a statement saying They don't want to make any hasty decisions Don't want to do anything They might regret You're not buying that? Right no, I'll tell you why.
7: Defeat to the Hungarian champions in the Champions League, unacceptable. Defeat at home to St Mirren, unacceptable. Defeat at home to Ross County, unacceptable. Defeat uh, at home to Rangers, unacceptable, without even a shot in target. Defeat away at Ibrox when the home team didn't even have a shot in target. Away, a defeat to Ross County away, unacceptable. There's your answer, Mr Here, I'm afraid. This is about football. Not statements. Now, the the signings have been awful. Now, the signings have been actually awful for about three years, to be fair. You know, the the signings are awful. Everything from the start of the season hasn't worked. And Neil, I know he's a good Celtic man, but so am I. I've said that before. It has not worked this year, and it's failed dramatically. It has failed. It's actually... It's actually... Frighteningly laughable Right Also as well I think We've took the shine up Rangers are actually Having a good season Actually They're actually A superb season Right But the talk is How bad we are How bad There's been No challenge From Celtic And the biggest season They've had Since probably 1967 No challenge And there's been No reaction From from management I.E. Lol Frighteningly quiet And that is
1: Gary. Yeah, I'm well, that... Peter Law specifically, Hugh. But I, I did say that they've not been silent over the piece. Ian Bankier said last week. The problem is most Celtic fans don't seem to be in agreement with that. that. That didn't seem to do anything to to calm things down.
2: No, Ian Bankier doesn't speak the language of the Celtic supporters. He's a a corporate man, and they are the season ticket buyers, and they don't speak the same language. Uh, and anyway, he doesn't take decisions. Dermot Desmond takes decisions and Peter Lawwell's working his notice and then he's off. So if Peter Lawwell started making big decisions, um, John on the line would be saying, well, why is he making the decisions? He's going in me." So that's where Celtic find themselves. It is a collective failing. John's right. The 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 buys that have been made, with the exception of Turnbull and the exception of... Of Greg Taylor, the buys that have been made have been deeply unsatisfactory. Dermot Desmond as the owner of the club, his silence is unsatisfactory. Who knows, for all we know, he may have Pep Guardiola lined up for next season and he's just waiting to choose his moment to tell us. But I suspect that's not the case. So the Celtic fans are in limbo and... They can't expect too much of Peter Lawwell because he's the outgoing CEO and they can't expect anything of Dominic Mackay because he's working his notice at the SRU. And there they are, all in limbo, while Rangers, of course, have had a magnificent season and are looking at Celtic and thinking, wow, never thought it would come to this. I
1: suppose it's the speed at which this is all in Mark, which alarms fans like John. Recruitment—I feel like we have been over it, but it's worth mentioning again. But but even, you know, lo- the loans, the guys that were maybe just to come in and, and kind of plug gaps and, and improve things short term. Laxalt don't necessarily mean to to pick on him, but when when you look at last
3: night, for instance, it just, there's a, there's a lot there
1: that's just not working.
3: Nah, he's he's been a failure, and that was Celtic probably pushing a boat out and getting a left back from a big. European club With international experience And they thought That would do the job And it's certainly not He's been a, he's been a failure Since he's came The, the thing that amazes me it, with, with Peter Lawwell And Dermot Desmond and, and things like that The season is over We all know that It's over What are they waiting for? What moment Are they waiting for To make some sort of announcement? Hugh mentions that they are The Celtic fans are in limbo Why would you keep your fan base In limbo? For no Unnecessary reason Sure there's got to come a time but I thought the time was a good number of weeks ago But to come out and say Look we understand that this year Has been an unbelievable failure But this is what we're going to do To get your trust back on board This is the direction the club's going We may not have a manager now But this is where we're going Why would you keep that quiet When When's that point going to come It's got to come surely soon If these season tickets are renewals coming round
1: Alright, thank you very much to John I'll warn you now We are a bit short on time But I do want to squeeze one more in So let's see what Dylan In Govan has to say for himself On you go Dylan
9: How are you doing guys? Good thanks uh, he's, uh, I listened to the, the show a moment ago I've heard If there's someone out there That can shock us By saying they would keep Neil Lennon Then that, that that's me Because Yes, it's been a massive failure But Season's gone past As a player As a captain As a manager This guy's a serial winner uh, Celtic and has been That doesn't mean Yes it's a, a, an absolute disaster Of a season uh, The guy says before there Probably the biggest season But Does this guy not deserve The chance to read But I, I personally think he, he's, he's managing this club With one Or two hands tied Behind his back as well He's got Celtic are not the same club As I remember years and years ago. I mean, they may have been always been a selling club, but now they're. It's out there for everybody to know. These players are holding Celtic to ransom as well. I mean, there's Audison, Edward, who, for me, Christy, Rogic, these kind of guys. They're all. It's as if they're all from the start of the season, all picking and choosing when they're going to turn up. And Neil Lennon can't just drop these guys for lengthy times or or, or bind them to reserves, etc., because they're an asset to the club and they would be a lot less of an asset if they weren't at the team or if he was I mean I mean you imagine Guardiola or Klopp or one of these other big clubs in Europe, a guy you know, players with bad attitudes, they would bin them because of no risk of getting the the, the chap on the door saying why are you dropping him like, he's a big asset Neil, we can't we can't afford but he's no playing you're taking five, six, seven, eight million pounds off the, the asking price. I just don't think I think he's he's managing with his hands tied behind his back I think the players need to look at. It. I mean, you you've ringed off a couple of players there, Turnbulls, etc. I think watching that last night, that team is very, very soft, very, very soft.
1: I take the point about players taking the blame, Dylan. It's important to reference that none of this can none of this can be about one man. Obviously, so it's not for a second want to let the show suggest that it's all about Neil Lennon. But but is it not one of the? Unavoidable inevitabilities about management You've called this season a disaster Who pays the price for that disaster then If it's
3: not Neil Lennon So,
9: so uh, Jürgen Klopp Will he be sacked for, as a Liverpool manager this season? He's got He's a, Champions
3: the Champions League, League. Yeah, uh, a Champions League Yeah And the Champions League trophy uh, Under his belt um, Look uh, Dylan see your point uh, About sympathy for Neil Lennon I do have I do have some sympathy for Neil Lennon I do think it's been A tough job for him At uh, I know for a fact That he wanted people In there beside him Yet I was speaking to Tommy Johnson last week Who who said The powers that be Decided Not to take him But Neil Lennon Wanted him Now If you're a manager At a club like Celtic You want people In beside you So I do have sympathy On the flip side of that And Then Neil Neil seen that situation And he chose To then go on And accept it It's made it difficult For him And Gordon rightly points out It doesn't fall All On one man, the players have to take responsibility, but you cannot sack players, that is the point here. They they may get sold, but there's only one man at the end of the day that will lose his job ultimately. Hugh?
2: Yeah, I mean, on the line there, uh, Dylan refers to Neil as a serial winner, and that has been the case. But he's now turning into a regular loser. And, you know with regard to Odson-Edward, he has to be sold because his contract's running down and Celtic can make an awful lot of money in Odson-Edward, so business is business. But Celtic have a squad of players who should not be losing at home for the first time in 30 years to St Mirren, who should not be going out of cup competitions to Ross County at Celtic Park, who should not have fallen this far behind Rangers, 18 points with 8 games left to play. The season summed up has not yep. been acceptable. Dylan, give us a call
1: back sometime because we are extremely late for this. My apologies.
0: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The football.
1: Right, beat the pundit next. Let's hear from you. Oh one four one-nine five one-one oh two-five. There's a signed ball up for grabs. We need better this week. The pundits had a clean sweep last week. Let's see if we can change that tonight. Your chance to beat the pundit is next. <laughs>
0: The headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans
1: and Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan and tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard That has just reached a halfway point So plenty of time to get your calls in It doesn't have to all be about Celtic's defeat last night By the way If you want to talk about some of the other uh, events over the weekend We are more than happy to Get your call in 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's do this first though
0: Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Okay beat the Pundit time A clean sweep For the Pundits last week Five victories out of five And I for one I'm disgusted We need to put that right This week Paddy in shots Are you up to the challenge? Oh yes, as always. Good man. Right. Let's see who you're taking on tonight. If it's heads, it is the vaccinated one. He's an influencer now, by the way, Mark Wilson. And he mm-hmm. texted me on the back of his Twitter success. It's good to see that it's not gone to his head. What did you text me during the news? I'm an influencer. Get me out of here. He's obviously <laughs> got cabin fever. Poor <laughs> He'll Shug. be in Dubai soon. Stuck in the <laughs> stuck in the man cave. Hopefully not for
2: much longer, Hugh. Get my wife's Mental health into consideration here She's stuck with me 24-7 yeah, yeah,
1: Imagine oh, that Fair hard play hard to, hard to Mrs Kevens. What a shift that is Right heads It will be Paddy against Hugh And tails it will be Mark Wilson You know the drill when It's always going, here. It always going to be tails It's <laughs> tails Mark Wilson Up against Paddy in shots So let me give you some Clyde 2 to listen to uh, That way he can't steal your answers Paddy it's you against Mark 30 seconds on the clock And you can pass Anything else you need to know? No, that's fine. Right, good man, 30 seconds and your time starts now. Who's got more Scotland caps, Ryan Christie or John McGinn? Uh, Ryan Christie. What team is Mohamed El Yunusi on loan from?
9: Be- Beersheba.
1: How many Scottish clubs has Jason Cummings played for? Mm, three. Name the only player sent off on Saturday in the Scottish Premiership.
9: Uh, pass. Which German
1: football team is famous for its yellow wall of fans? The Who managed Rangers last game before Stephen Gerrard took over? Uh, game Murray. Okay, let's bring Mark Wilson back. Mark, can you hear us? Yes. Right, same set of questions to you. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Who's got more Scotland caps, Ryan Christie or John McGinn? Ryan Christie. What team is Celtics Mohamed El Yunusi on loan from? Southampton. How many Scottish clubs has Jason Cummings played for? Three. Name the only player to be sent off on Saturday in the Scottish Premiership. Pass. Which German football team is famous for its yellow wall of fans? Borussia Dortmund. Who managed Rangers' last game before Steven Gerrard took over? Um, Graham Murray. How many times have St Johnston previously won the League Cup? None. Okay, okay. Paddy, how do you think that went? Uh, thank you, me. think so. Right, let's find, <laughs> let's find the damage. You both said Ryan Christie. It's John McGinn. Yeah, by a, by a good bit 29-16 to 16. Uh, It wasn't a great start is on loan From Southampton 1-0 Wilson Jason Cummings Has played for three clubs Thank you Well done But Paddy got that as well, so well he's done. still in it 2-1 uh, The only player to be sent off On Saturday Hugh <sighs> Jamie what,
2: Hamilton yeah. Of Hamilton Jamie Hamilton We are chatting yeah.
1: about it as well yeah. uh, Right none of you got that The Yellow Wall British Dortmund Both got it So there's still only one in it how many Rangers uh, Who managed Rangers last game Before Stephen Gerrard took over You both went murty It's Jimmy Nickel
0: Oh so it was it yeah.
1: Five all was at Hibs it? Yeah it was Jimmy Nick Um Which I think you know Paddy Means the end of the road for you Somehow he guessed this And got it right St Johnstone have never won yes. The League Cup a Trick question So one two three A four for Mark Wilson And a two for you Paddy Hard lines
10: Cheers I get mixed up In the El Hamid I thought <sighs> it was El Hamid Nightmare
1: Nightmare right Paddy Nightmare. Give mm-hmm. it another right, go right, sometime Actually yeah. another was Paddy, Paddy In shots <laughs> An average victory for you I would ah,
3: say Listen a 4 is good for a Monday Nothing special Yes hard, hard graph coming in here On the Monday So I'm pleased with 4
1: uh, Jamie Hamilton Sent off Hamil- Hamilton Aki's confirming
3: They Have appealed the decision hmm. I, I, Listen uh, I don't know what you think Hugh, But I chatted to Gordon Briefly about it I thought it was harsh When I saw it Thought he came in at speed But I would yeah. be appealing that If I was Hamilton
2: Well, I don't think they'll win their appeal Which means there are raging certainty to win their appeal But I don't think they'll win it I think he he was out of control by the time he he got to the Hibs player
1: I think the wording of that serious foul play rule, Mark Almost allows you to to view a lot of tackles and, And make a case for it to be a red So whether it should have been a red at the time or not is one thing But then your chances of getting that overturned Can you prove that there was an obvious refereeing error there? I saw Hamilton Aki's doing my least favourite thing. They actually published a still image of the oh. tackle, which doesn't show you the full picture. But in their defence, they've clearly done it because it, it, it looks like it's it's all ball with the
3: leading foot and not a lot of yeah not a lot of Martin Boyle. I, I, again, just, I must admit, <laughs> seen it in real time, I, I was expecting to see something more brutal. <laughs> that makes sense after hearing on being sent off was it was David Friel was it was at the game and explaining it and I thought oh it must have been a really bad one but seeing the seeing the, the game and the highlights back I thought oh I, I wouldn't be happy with that if I was sent off
0: for it
1: Right 01419511025 That's the number You need to get in touch tonight This is double-edged Everyone who's been phoning in About Celtic's woes They're obviously made worse Because of what's happening at the top And Rangers uh, keep winning 18 points now the gap uh, It was a Joe inspired 4-1 win against Dundee United Yesterday Stephen Gerrard says He is now allowing himself To think of Premiership glory He still doesn't want anyone getting carried away and he felt like they started slowly yesterday but then showed amazing quality.
11: Yeah, well, look, I'm very pleased with the results and the outcome of the game. Uh, always on the back of Europe, it's important that you get the job done. I thought we were a bit slow out the blocks. thought we were second best for probably the first 20, 25 minutes. Credit to Dundee. They started the game bright, full of energy and uh, caused us a few issues and had a few chances. Where Griegs has got to bail us out. But once we settled into the game and once we worked a few things out that Dundee were trying to do, um, I thought we showed amazing quality to then go 4-0 up so for large chunks of the game really pleased um, but the most important thing at this time of the year is results and um, obviously another strong winner home I think it's normal to to think uh, I don't think there's any harm to think um, but one thing I won't do is is get carried away too soon and um, we very much realise where we are and the opportunity that we've got we've just got to go and finish the job off um, the games are there for us the opportunity is there for us but The big reminder to myself, staff, players, supporters and
2: anyone else that's covering us is we've won nothing yet. I mean, Hugh, if it wasn't touching distance before, it certainly is now. He's the best actor to come from Liverpool since Julie Walters. I mean, how he does all this with a straight face, I do not know. I mean, they're they're so far over the line now, it's not funny. Uh, But I'll allow him that. He knows he's going to win it at Celtic Park. He'll need to keep the smile off his face until the 21st of March Uh, and then... You know, you can have a song and dance routine.
1: Mark, oh, to be fair, managers are always going to do that. They're never going to, never going to say, "Yeah, that's us." That's fine. Just no, I, I don't think it it so.
3: Especially after what happened in uh, the previous year. So he's quite right, Hugh. In my opinion, to to play it cool just now, and then I'm pretty sure if it's sometime in March where they win the league, I'm sure he'll show he's uh, he's. Uh, what word am I looking for? He's happiness, he's joy, he's delight, whatever, then come that date. Uh,
1: David is calling in from Cumbernauld tonight. Uh, David, as a Rangers fan, what did you make of yesterday, first and foremost?
10: Well, I, I've got two weak points, um, but I, I'll start off with the, re- the result for Dundee United. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, both of the games with right, Antwerp and Dundee United, Joe Aribo is really starting to come into his own. I think in a, a few years' time, we'll be lucky to keep a hood of him. You can see that he's developing by every game. He's starting to get a lot more confidence in his game. He's able to see those guilt-held chances now. And I really do think he could be a, a big future player for us. Yeah, you get the feeling, Mark,
1: that all along, there have clearly been signs there. And it's maybe been a little bit been about trying to get him to do that often. And then maybe even still trying to to, to nail down exactly what his best position is or exactly what his best role is, but... I don't think there's any doubt
3: About the talent When when he's on oh, the song I Listen without a doubt I mean it, The way he moves the ball The way he goes past people With ease You know He doesn't really look like A flying machine But he seems to just leave People on his wake um, The creativity he's got um, I, th- I really do think He's an outstanding player Maybe he doesn't do it Every single week But Stephen Gerrard Came out Was it away at St Johnson Where he came back Into the side And he says We're starting to To see the best Of Joe Arriba again And he's had injury problems Thrown in there as well So it's been You know a slow burner For him in his Rangers career But he's got Outstanding quality I didn't think he would play I must say On Thursday night um, But Stephen Gerrard Chose him for the big occasion And it looks like It's going to be that way In the run into the the Finale this season
1: uh, Hugh the other thing About that is when you're a fan, your, your priority is what happens on the pitch. Is this guy going to go and put a good performance in? But then when you look at the story behind it, that's that looks to be another sure piece of, of recruitment from Rangers. You know, tapping into that market down south and not having to spend too much in the initial instance. And, you know, he either wins you things or maybe you get a sell-on fee somewhere down the line.
2: Gordon, if you take a sheet of A4 paper, draw a line down the middle of it, and on one side write all the things that Celtic have done wrong, and on the other side write all of the things that Rangers have done right, there you get the contrast that has shaped this season. Whether it's Aribo, or Hadji, or Balogun, or anyone else who's been brought in, Rangers recruitment, first class. Uh, the, The Rangers on the park defensively, formidable. 15 home games at Ibrox, 15 wins, and two goals lost in that time. Everything from the top to the bottom, Rangers have done correctly. Everything from the top to the bottom, Celtic have done badly.
1: Uh, what was your other point, uh, David? I think you said you had another point to make.
10: Yeah, I can't remember uh, if it was yesterday or the day before. There was a, a Celtic fan saying that he would have, uh, Celtic would have put Antwerp to the sword. They have even managed to beat Ross County this year. Celtic have reaped what they've sowed For years and years and years They've told us we're a nothing team And it'll oh, take a hundred years for you To get back to up to your terms It's took us free Celtic have
2: reaped what they are sowing, And I'm loving it Yeah, Hugh, listen that, that's, that's the way rivalry works Absolutely um, The Rangers fans have waited 10 years For this moment And when the moment comes uh, If it's at Celtic Park well, there's a celebration and a half. Uh, but this is human nature. This is the rivalry that splits Glasgow. This is the most understandable part of it all. Of course strangers Rangers fans are loving it. Of course they're loving this programme tonight. And on nights gone by, it was, I think it was Stephen, the caller's name on Friday, who said that Celtic would have beaten Antwerp and so on and so forth. And I said to him at the time, you'd be better leaving this alone. Just concede what Rangers are doing, but he wouldn't leave it alone. And as I say, the most understandable thing now is the way the Rangers supporters are going to take 10 years of hurt and turn it into one heck of a day when the title is won.
1: Uh, thank you to David and Cumberland. How's this for timing? Stephen and Bothwell, everybody's talking about you. The previous caller, Hugh Keevens, is slaughtering you and you're hanging on the line.
12: Look, well, I know what he like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right what, What's happened Stephen Seriously Over the weekend We spoke to you Rangers are a pub team They should have battered Antwerp And then you need to sit And watch your team losing Dingwall last night What's happening
6: He's a to Put the dog out, just my
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely Take your time no, yeah, We've got all night That's great What's the dog's name Stephen uh, Kylo it. used to be Bobo was eighteen an 18
6: stone oscillation?
1: Well, hold on a minute. You were 18 stone the other night when you came on, so you and your dog are both 18 stone. I've been on i for the past couple of days. <laughs> what a food bill it must be in Stephen's house, <laughs> by the way. Right, so you changed your dog's name from Bobo? No.
6: No, I've got a new one. Oh, my right, a previous one, right?
1: dog. Oh, sorry. Sorry to hear
12: that. No, I never asked it. No.
1: Oh, jeez, this is a roller coaster of emotions, this. Right, OK, talk to me about your football team.
12: Well, I just think. The Rangers fans are loving it you now. Hugh's he he's over the moon because he tipped us in November. But I couldn't have seen that happen to Liverpool either. If you look back at the like, performances of Liverpool last season, some of the results were absolutely amazing. But Hugh can come out in November. No sense to him. I know he's getting old and that and he's just he, he's all chuffed. He he tipped it in November, but I still think we won the league. I know
1: you absolutely. don't. No, 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 Hugh, come on, no. This can't. This can be.
2: No, 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 no. Uh, you know, either Stephen's winding the entire program up, or he's daft. So you know, Rangers will win the league, and they'll they'll win the league from Celtic by over twenty points, I think. And Stephen, you'll only have the dog for company at that point. Uh, Stephen, what's the, what the reference to
1: Liverpool? What, what what do you mean by that? Just because Liverpool are having a bad time, does that mean it's okay that Celtic are also having a bad time?
12: Well, I think it just goes to show how much this pandemic's affected everybody. I mean, I don't, I mean, I seen Neil Lennon on the TV last night and I seen him laughing and I thought, that guy's no right.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't really like that language to be honest. But, Mark, that, yeah, I mean, that, listen, that might be the case that there have been some strange things happening in sport. But, I mean, if you're, if you're a Celtic fan or you're Neil Lennon, I mean, no, it he, does he's still going to take it I'm yeah. not let, I mean, yeah, he's right Liverpool have fallen off a cliff um, I think over the piece now You're seeing a lot more away wins There's no home advantage Some other big teams across Europe are
3: struggling Fine, but Yeah, so yeah, what? Uh, yeah um, But the, the problem for Celtic this season And the, the biggest season since 67 Somebody described it as earlier As they're, they're having problems at home and away So you can't really say Oh, it's the home advantage We're missing and the fans in at Celtic Park they are failing on the road as well. Um, yes, there have been strange things happening in football, but you can't excuse it. I mean, the Rangers team— are they just extra special, extraordinary above any other team that's not affecting them? No, of course not. They've dealt with it. the The situation's better that's presented to them on the pitch. And Celtic players haven't That's that's just the be all and end all that's, that's the bottom line of it Right Stephen Go and get the dog back in Hopefully we'll speak to you soon That was Stephen
1: In Bothwell 01419511025 More calls Plenty more And a full time teaser next as well
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025
1: This is Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans is here Well he's here in spirit He's in the man cave But he joins us on the show Mark Wilson is here tonight 0141 951 1025 If you want to get in touch You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Quickly let's get this teaser up and running So we can get back to the phones um, Since the 2000-2001 season there have been 10 players To score in an Old Firm game For Rangers But they have fewer than 10 caps For their country That's according to Mikey Who sent the question in So since the 2000-2001 season 10 players to score In an Old Firm game for Rangers So they've been capped But fewer than 10 times Oh, mm. Brilliant Well done Four England caps for him Mmm
3: Um, Jamie Ness No 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 caps No caps Any more Hugh That
1: spring to mind Can you Just give me the question again Since 2000-2001 10 players have scored For Rangers In an old firm And they have fewer than 10 caps for their country
3: Pedro Mendes No Natural Novo
1: He's got no caps
3: (sighs) Come on Hugh We need your knowledge Or your Google At home you can't Google babe <laughs> yourself Are you mad? <laughs> mm. uh, oh, is that it? A okay Well there
1: are a couple of uh, There are a couple of Scots in there A couple of Europeans Ryan Jack? No No Oh come on Jeremy Right you can play along at home if you want Send us the answers And it looks like these two need your help um, I won't give them it just yet Let's bring in Scott Who's in Shawlands tonight Hi Scott Hello How's it going? Hi, good. Good, good, man. uh, What's your point today? Just uh, just phoning up to talk about uh, Rangers' Mm -hmm. um,
13: performance in the Europa League and then at the weekend there, I think. Mm -hmm. For the last wee while, Rangers were kind of going through the motions a wee bit. Every game felt like a bit of an end-of-season affair. And I I always just felt that the Europa League would be a wee bit of a catalyst for the players to pick up the performances again. And I think you've seen that way, Joe Aribo. In particular But I think also Alfredo Morelos Ryan Kent Goldson You know They've all looked um, Back on it um, And I, I thought You saw the result of that Yesterday By going in After a, a Sort of slow uh, Start That they went and demolished Dundee United In the second half
1: It's an interesting point Mark We'll never know If that is the reason But A lot of people were saying it Before the game That they were actually Looking forward to Rangers Getting back to that Thursday Sunday They felt that allowed them To build up momentum Previously and for the last, what, hour yesterday That didn't look like a Rangers team that had Played in an emotionally charged thriller on Thursday
3: Yeah, it's hard to argue with a point Rangers, since the turn of the year When they played Celtic Have been winning games They've not been conceding goals But I think even Rangers fans would admit That they, they haven't been at their on best But they go away from home to score four goals And it, it looks like it's ignited something again Certainly Ryan Kent Now Ryan Kent has come in for some criticism on the show he was left out by Stephen Gerrard on Thursday but I
1: mean he did say there was a slight injury there. Yeah, that. but
3: when he comes on he looks sharp he looks lively he looks better than he had done for previous weeks again yesterday you know impressive so uh, listen I think Scott's got a point there you know maybe the high pressure environment of the European games just drags the best out of players. I've seen players like that as well who thrive in these big games and that's uh, that's what gets them through that's what buzzes them That's what makes him perform the pitch. Looks like that Rangers side just now are loving being in that sort of environment with that pressure on their shoulders. And although it ends
1: up a convincing day yesterday, Scott, yet again, that man, Alan McGregor, showing just how important he is early on in the match.
13: Aye. I mean, to be honest, I thought Shankland's finish was poor. Um, I think he should have put it away, maybe chipped it or smashed Mm. it or whatever. But McGregor, I think what you've seen at the end when he conceded the goal. He was absolutely raging And uh, you can tell that's just the mentality You know, he is disgusted to lose a goal Even though it's a comfortable win And I just think it's um, emblematic of the attitude Stephen Gerrard's put into these players this season Um, I think it just from him it resonates throughout the squad Right from Alan McGregor right up to Alfredo Morelos
1: Goalies are always a bit mad, Hugh They don't like losing goals But Alan McGregor in particular in Scots, right? You know, kind of seen that yesterday Only the second um, League goal that Rangers have conceded At Ibrox this season I can't believe Motherwell Are going to need to share the trophy With someone for teams that managed to score um, At Ibrox That just kind of sums up How difficult it's been for sides to go there
2: Well, everyone uh, saw Alan McGregor's reaction To the draw against Hamilton Ackies Even Stephen Gerrard said He had watched it again and again Six or seven times, he said Uh, So I understood why McGregor was so upset at Rangers having a four goal lead and he loses one late on in the match that is again one of the reasons why that sheet of A4 paper Celtic made a real mess of getting a goalkeeper at the start of the season Rangers had McGregor and a good backup in McLaughlin so everything they do is correct and everything that Celtic touch turns to something not so good
1: Having your back on penalties when he gets back in,
3: <laughs> Oh he's oh,
2: that's in with a bad shout. penalty,
3: was it? But no, it, it's funny, but but all the success Rangers have had this season, they've missed a few. They, yeah, they've had their troubles from the spot over the years. Um, okay,
1: thank you to Scott. Let's bring in William, who is a Celtic fan from Motherwell. How is it feeling tonight, William? Looking back on on everything last night, and I suppose maybe some bad memories from throughout the season. What what do you make of it all?
12: Um. Well, hi, Gordon. Hi. Uh, hi Hugh, um, how you doing? Alright Mark? Hi
9: Willett will. um, Thank
12: you Couple of things um, I'm of the opinion now that um, If the the owner of Celtic Being Dermot Desmond Was to go out tomorrow And bring in a top High profile manager I'm one of the Celtic fans that It would make no difference Because This was the year That everyone must Mr. ham. And they failed. Now you mentioned earlier on you about being a business. I've said that for day one. It's a business, and as a business, it's failed. Now there is the Arctic fans out there that no matter what they do, and no matter who they bring in, they will not go back. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Last night, never watched the game. I watched Dancing on Ice last night because I got more enjoyment out of that than what I did. i watched it. what I would have done watching that.
1: Who's your favourite um, on there,
12: William? Um, uh, who the favourite was mm-hmm. oh, My favourite's gone They've, they've left oh, they now yeah. they, they, they got COVID and they left oh, um, What a rollercoaster so Williams they, having You know But they um, No t- To be serious The Celtic supporters Have been treated with contempt By the board um, All that talk about coming out in January With a statement No no statement We got a guy come on last week Saying you know what to panic The Celtic fans Everybody's got their own opinions Of course they have but most of the callers tonight that I've listened to have I've been, I've been talking real sense. You know what I mean? The situation is that they've not come out, they've not said anything. Lennon's been a good servant to the club, but I think Hugh mentioned November. I think it was before that. If a decision had been made sooner in the season, there was a slight glimmer of light that there could have been a wee turnaround. It's gone now. And it had gone in November, The shoes already said.
1: Some people, in response to that, William, I can imagine it because I've heard this before. Some people would say, "Well, you know, your support for your football team—you you, mention it being a business, and it is, but it's meant to be a bit more than that, is it not? You're not supposed to back your team when they're struggling as well as when they're succeeding."
12: You're supposed to back your team when they're struggling, Gordon, absolutely yes, but not and not the way Celtic have been treating the supporters. I mean, from from the early point of getting out of the Champions League. To getting beat by four goals And a team they should never have lost to That's, the, that's when the, the, the people who are running the business Should have made a decision To say this isn't working And we've still got a chance here to try and get 10 Let's make a change now But no, they didn't do anything And they've just sat there and done nothing you know, So again, you know, there's going to be thousands and thousands of supporters That will know next year do, yeah. do, do, do you really
1: think so though, William? I know it feels emotionally charged at the moment But to take a step back then and say Why did you stop backing your team? Why did you stop supporting your team? And the answer ultimately is Oh well we won 9 titles but we couldn't turn it into 10 Do you not think in time that will look like a bit drastic To turn your back on your team?
12: I think the reason that a lot of Celtic fans are so angry at the moment Is because of the way they've been treated They've been treated badly by the club You know if somebody had to come out and say Look okay this is what we're going to try and do Or this is what we are going to do Nothing, not a thing Silence You know what I mean? And there's only so much that people can take and they have to make a decision. I've made my decision. And, and, I, and I speak for myself, I don't speak for any of the other fans, but I have spoke to other people that are in the same position as I am and they've got no intention of them back next year. None at all. Hugh Keevans?
2: Well, that will depend largely, I think, with respect, William, to what Celtic do from here on in. Uh, I think a sense of perspective is necessary here insofar as Celtic started the season spending money, good money, on players. The trouble... Celtic was that with the exception of Greg Taylor and David Turnbull they bought unwisely and they created a team that was not good enough and the manager very early on in the season was showing signs of not being right for the job anymore had been successful was not right for the job anymore and that was highlighted by Ferenc Varos and then Sparta Prague and that's why I said a decision should have been taken then And then you can blame Peter Lawwell for being inactive. But I think now the Celtic fans will wait to see who the manager is, the backroom staff and whether they like the look of it and whether they like the look of what takes place in the summer with regard to bringing in new players. And then they'll make up their mind whether they want a season ticket or not
3: and that's a lot to gamble on that's the point I was making in earlier um, when I said that why wouldn't you come out at this stage and give the fans some sign of where they're going because
1: to be fairly right
3: and I know you you might not feel that William might not but
1: they clearly feel they have done that with that statement last week surely
3: I know but I mean you don't need to be a genius to work out that that isn't enough for the Celtic fans I think that's the problem but William highlights it that he's made his decision I think there'll be Fans out there Like William That They can see clearly That Their fellow Celtic fans Aren't happy And I think the The fans think The the board And the hierarchy of Celtic Are failing To to recognise The real problems The real feelings That the fans have got And that's That's a disconnect You do not want to disconnect From Your fans at any club Never mind At a club where you're relying On 60,000 season tickets Being sold to to upkeep the players and management team you want to come in It's a dangerous time for Celtic in these next few weeks, months And I just think the fans want more The statement last week or two weeks ago wasn't enough for them They need more And I think, to be honest, they deserve more
1: So William, you see, you didn't watch last night You were watching Dancing on Ice But that might not be on every night Are you going to watch Celtic again between the, now and the end of the season Or are you done?
9: No, no, I'll
12: certainly watch them again, um, absolutely. But um, it's just that, you know, you, you get to the stage where, you know, you, you don't know what to expect, you know. That's it, that, you know. And Ross County, I mean, the bottom of the league, you would have thought that was a given last night because of, you know, the difference in the, in the points gap. But no, not at all, you know. But, I mean, some of the statements that Neil Lennon came out with after the game as well, you know. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear them last night, but I've heard them tonight on your programme, and I've also heard them with people I was talking to this morning. I, I can't believe that
1: he thinks He's going to be planning for next year I mean I, I don't know what kind of planet He thinks he's on But I mean honestly If that is what the plan is Then I, I, you're going to have A lot more Celtic fans on this um, On this phone line Well we've got a lot at the moment You never
2: know Thank you to William In Motherwell 01419511025 Throw some more names at me
1: Quickly on the teaser Because I can see Christopher Daniel no. no No Daniel Kuzan Oh your old nemesis no No um, Connor, Connor Golds. No, he's not been capped by England. Woven No, oh, no, Hugh. Bring back Daz. You can see Murray, Christopher Brook giving it a go on Twitter as well. Milo, a few others. Charlie Adam. No. <laughs> you two are hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> you two. It just shows you you break up partnerships. I you know. D. L. and Wilson work better than this. Ray and Kevins work better than this.
3: Sonia Lucco.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Sonia Lucco. Seven caps for Nigeria Well done Over to you, you Over to you, Mark <laughs> Dear me dear, oh dear Right, I'll give you some more thinking time uh, Let's speak to John and Paisley Hi, John
14: Hey, hi there How's it going, Gordon? Good, how are you? Just I've, I've read of, I'm not bad I've read on a few selling forums Like um, Neil Lennon's If he could tear in a row we'd be been a 100% bonus And as long as he's got a chance at 10 in a row, and he's still was no chance, but mathematically has. They would need time if they bumped him. Whereas if they hang on, Rangers win the league with five games to go, or whatever, they could always, they could always go then, they bring in a new man, he's got five games or so, just to assess the squad, or whatever. And it's gated and pace. I keep, I keep seeing that again and again, I don't know if somebody's just made the rumour up, and it's just nonsense, or if there's any truth. Uh,
1: I'll be honest, I'll start, I do not know that information What I do know is That I've seen it a lot On social media as well But that could just be A snowball effect Hugh Kevins What have you seen
2: On social media Mister? John So so
1: John's John's saying that Again it's one of these things Just doing the rounds That Celtic won't get rid of Neil Lennon Until it's arithmetically impossible Because at that point They don't need to To pay him the 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 bonus that he would have Been in line for Had they won 10 in a row You you hear this sort of thing a lot Um, Nah I I doubt that very
2: much Um, I mean it's gone now, so why not just let him go? But I, I the, the big question for me is whether it's well, it has to be Dermot Desmond. He's the, he's the owner. Does Dermot Desmond know who he wants to replace Neil Lennon? Or, does Dermot Desmond think Neil Lennon should stay? Uh, if he thinks Neil Lennon should stay, I think he would have been out and he would have said that by now. But if he doesn't want Neil Lennon to stay, does anyone know whether he has the first idea who he wants to bring in?
3: Mm, I don't think he does, Hugh, does he? I, I mean, somebody was on earlier saying, saying... This is just internet rumour as far as you... Uh, the, Neil, when thing. think... Look, I'm the same as you, Gordon. I've heard this a lot. Um, I don't know if it's people just coming up with some sort of reason why they think Neil is still uh, in the job. Would you be surprised if Neil was on a, a huge bonus, a double his money to win 10-0? Of course you wouldn't. Um, but I don't know Obviously what his contract Entails Or why they're not Coming out and saying But in terms of Dermot Desmond pff, uh, You would like to think If they are getting rid Of Neil Lennon If that is the thinking Behind it They have a short list Of suitable candidates That they're going to Speak to In the coming months If not Why would you not Come out and say Listen This guy's your manager Next year You don't know why buy tickets Well We'll entice you In some other way With, with signings Marquee signings That are going to Get you into the ground But he's your man If not then John, the something John we've had a bit of a A range on the phones
1: tonight You know some fans Furious about last night's performance Very angry about things Other fans You know Almost expecting it The last guy I didn't even watch He was too busy watching Dancing on Ice Where on that scale are you Between sort of Anger and, and Being resigned To realising that it was gone a while ago
14: Well At the week cup the exit. I'm not a betting guy, but a tenner on Ross County he beat is at Parkeed I won three
1: hundred and forty quid. So that's something new for you by the sounds of it. Then you're you're now got a level of confidence that teams are going to beat Celtic that you perhaps didn't have before.
14: Yeah, well, anybody's into the boats so is nearly guaranteed a goal. I had it done for a draw last night. I was that disappointed when I equaliser because that done me one hundred and twenty.
1: So there she goes. <laughs> Please
3: gamble responsibly, John and Paisley. Just, just <laughs> but, rhyming off his, his yeah. betting history. Wait, I mean, Often having a wee chuckle at that, but I did show you where Celtic are at. That their fans are thinking mm-hmm. that's a realistic possibility that we aren't getting three points going to Ross County, or it's a realistic possibility yeah. that Ross County are coming to Celtic Park and could mm-hmm. could win. It it just sums it up. Right, I'm away to stick a fiver on the winner of Dancing on Ice. We'll be back soon.
0: Number 1 for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super
1: Scoreboard Right we're on the home straight into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Mark Wilson are here They're giving this question a go Mikey sent it in So thanks to Mikey Since 2000-2001 10 players They've scored an old firm game for Rangers But they've got fewer than 10 caps for their country They do need to have at least one, but fewer than ten. So you had Eggy Og and the Luko before the break. I hope you came up with some during the break. Doesn't sound good from Hugh. I'll give you one Kevin Thompson. Right. Yes. Hugh? Lee, Lee Wallace. All right, you're on a bit of a roll. See, now that I've stopped distracting you, what
3: else? Barry Mackay. Yeah. Yes. A Hamden stunner. And got another one, Hugh. Nikla Katic Nikla
1: Katic, well done right all of a sudden that's looking better four to get so we'll get them between now and the end of the show uh, Hugh anything else that jumps out from the weekend a classic example of what happens in Glasgow where Ross County's part in last night gets overlooked
2: Gordon you're absolutely right because I'm looking at the bottom four here bottom four Motherwell Ross County Kilmarnock Hamilton separated by four points the last thing that Motherwell, Clamarnock and Hamilton expected was Ross County to beat Celtic. So that's thrown the, the cat amongst the pigeons. Motherwell are at St Mirren on Wednesday evening. Big, big game for Graeme Alexander. They've imploded. Seven goals lost in the last two matches. Jim Goodwin moving very nicely with St Mirren. Big night for them on Wednesday. And Clamarnock, eight defeats on the bounce and they don't score goals. So... It's the, the bottom four for me Is the most interesting part of the league now Because the top of the league's done and dusted And the middle of the league They might move around a bit here and there But the bottom four There are four of them in a dogfight
1: Yeah I get the sense of drama at the top Mark but, uh, You know the controversy and, and the debate But that result last night Had a much bigger impact on the bottom of the table Than it did at the top
3: Oh without a doubt I mean we stood here on Saturday And we, we automatically assumed that Celtic will go there And win in Ross County It's as you were But I mean if you're Motherwell And you're coming off the back of that 3-0 Defeat at home to St Johnson And you see Ross County Then scraping a win You just think oh, This does not look good for us And this season above any Teams cannot afford to go down The costs that have went in to this season alone Without fans Adding a relegation onto that Will have huge consequences for anybody that goes down So no doubt about it Kelly, Motherwell, your own Motherwell Are right bang in trouble in the coming weeks Uh, Hugh, a few other things that
1: I wanted to get through Earlier on in the show It's just been so busy uh, with the calls And we are still going to take more calls A a serious one, very serious Celtic defender Shane Duffy um, Revealing he's been subjected to abuse on... I think it was Instagram certainly on social media um, he shared the series of messages um, saying you know abuse is fine but but there's a limit Um, Instagram appear to be investigating the abuse it's, and it's the latest in a long line of footballers who've had to deal with this sort of thing of course um, and Celtic sort of coming out and condemning it I mean what more can you say about this stuff but you have to keep we have to keep mentioning the fact that this this needs to stop
2: the saddest thing I can say to you Gordon is that I'm not in the least bit surprised that Shane Duffy get that kind of abuse that's what goes on Celtic players get it, Rangers players get it, I'm confining myself to our part of the world here because I know what goes on in in England with uh, uh, players like Marcus Rashford, my goodness I mean if ever there was a a good man it's Marcus Rashford and even he gets it Uh, so it's people who are allowed anonymity And allowed to make these dreadful remarks, whether they're racist or sectarian, they can make them with impunity because they're allowed to go anonymously about their business. So until such time as you are required to give your name, address and whatever other details are required before you get access to Twitter or whatever, until such time as that happens, this Absurd nonsense will go on
1: Yeah come on Stop taking your football so seriously Be nice to each other I think things are a bit more important Than um, having a pop at people And saying things Mark Wilson That are quite frankly Disgusting um, Unacceptable Interesting to see that The social media platforms Claim this time again You know, Yeah we'll look into
3: it I wonder if, if they can do more Of course they can do more um, I mean something should have done uh, Been done about this long before This year It's been going on for years And You know No matter what you think of players Or rival players How bad a person really Do you need to be To post Some of the vile abuse um, To You know People in particular Shane Duffy So thoughts go out to him um, But it has to stop now
1: Right let's finish with a call Let's bring in Tony Who's a Celtic fan From Manchester Tony what's on your mind tonight?
15: How are you doing?
1: Not bad at all How are you more importantly?
15: I'm alright But I think I, I watched Dancing on Ice. Oh, did you Three watch it as well? No, he's saying about the season ticket holders. There'll be a lot, of, a lot of people won't go back to see Celtic, but there's a lot of people who want to see Celtic, so they'll be glad because they'll get a season ticket.
1: Yeah, Hugh, I must admit, I, I'm still a little bit confused by all this. This, this confidence that somehow Celtic is Celtic Park's going to be half empty. I, I wouldn't know for sure how could I pretend to speak on behalf. Of everyone Um, But you know Daniel got in touch To say Celtic Have a season ticket Waiting list And folk haven't been To football in a year I just refuse to believe That so many people um, Will not renew I know it sounds dramatic You know I'm I'm done with this But Is that I think that's really The the reality
2: Some will You know The depth of disappointment Will have been too much For some to handle Uh, But I go back to the point We're discussing uh, A season ticket To see who? We don't know who the manager will be, we don't know who a lot of the players will be, we don't know what the structure of the club will look like I think if we're in a business and football is part of show business for me I think if people like the cast that has been assembled, then of course they're going mm-hmm. to buy season tickets and believe that mm-hmm. the, the league could be taken back from
15: Rangers.
1: Yeah, what's your own take on things then Tony in terms of where it's going wrong? and all that might be Quite a a wide ranging question But what springs to mind
15: With the coaching staff And the manager You can't blame Dermot Desmond Dermot Desmond They're allowed to be doing things now And no one knows The same as you got the CEO No one knew You did an interview with him So in the background He'll have it all worked out And it'll it'll be It'll be rosy Like I think Like Hugh keeps on slagging the Celtic players who came in on loan and, and what, who were bought and things like that. We got tumble. Lennon didn't play him. says he wasn't fit. He played the first five games for Morrowind and He was the best player. He was the man of the match every game. So how's he not fit? Then he plays Sorrow. But then he goes back and plays Brown. I, I, I don't understand it. And Christie, Christie shouldn't get a game for Celtic. Christie don't want to beat Celtic.
1: Yeah, Hugh, will, oh, so I'll put this one to Mark. Um, there will be a number of things that Neil Lennon won't be able to shake off from this season. The, the delay in getting David Turnbull into the team will be one of them. I've got no idea what Celtic's Player of the Year award will look like this season, given the type of campaign it's been. But it'll probably be David Turnbull, a guy who's <laughs> who only came into the team towards you know the end yeah. of the year, and that that's Celtic fans aren't in the mood to forget yeah, that, that by the looks of it.
3: Yeah, that looks. Uh that looks a really poor decision now having seen the impact David Turnbull's had uh, in, in these games that he's played in and he it, it probably will win the player of the season competition I mean you're picking one Edward might rival him because he's got 20, 20 goals but apart from that he's been the standout so yeah there'll be things that Neil and can say there's mitigating circumstances there's things that I can't say But fans look at team selections And there's been many questions over some of these teams Briefly Hugh because we're about to say goodbye to you
1: There was a time when defeats like last night You would say right Is this going to have serious implications Is is something drastic going to happen at Celtic this week On the back of that I assume you don't think that's the case this week
2: No I don't Uh, But I I do think that if Neil Lennon loses both games to Rangers Before the season ends uh, He has No chance in this world of being a contender to be Celtic manager. I don't think he should be anyway. But if he loses both games to Rangers, no one, not Tony on the line, no one. Want mm. of his manager
1: Right thank you very much To Tony We'll leave it there On the phones You need to round off This teaser And you've got work to do The Snudge Is on Twitter He's got some good ones So has Billy Billy and Jim Have been Sort of teaming up And getting some good answers Alex as well Alex G 79 Sending me a good list You've got four to get uh, Arteta no. no Craig Moore No Oh I'm all out here oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right okay Let's go through them Right so sometimes Big footballing nations, and that's why they maybe struggle to get Amarillo. caps. No, think the Netherlands. Oh, Van Bronckhurst. Oh, oh no, he scored. How ah, many he's caps good. has he got? Uh, Michael Moles. Yes, Hugh Kevens. Michael Moles. Uh, right, what about someone? Oh, this was a previous teaser recently. Who might have three caps for Germany? You wouldn't like to get in the way. This guy hitting a mould master at you on a Saturday morning. Alberts, yes, George Alberts. George Alberts, right. A uh, friend of the show, nine caps for Northern Ireland. An oh, old pal of yours on a I Friday night, one. yes, Andy Little. Yeah, oh. and the last one, two caps for Algeria. Um, get it? no, no, never no, it. He's got more than that. Oh, we'll put you out your misery. Yeah. Initials, Hugh Keaven's. Initials, yes, B H. Hendami, Yes oh, yeah.
3: uh, <laughs> Brahim Hendami. Oh,
1: Thank you Hugh Keevans And Mark Wilson Thanks to you Though on the phones And on Twitter Very very busy But we're back tomorrow At 6 Roger Hanna And Gordon DL Callum Gallagher Is up next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors For an unpredictable world Talk to com.